Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, it's uh, only uh, a week, maybe not even that long, until the Ontario election coming up on June 7th. Once again, not one word has been mentioned on organ donations. Uh, George Marcello states, for the past 30 years, Ontario has become complacent in the fact that we are still the largest, uh, the lowest organ donor country in the world. Uh, If you were told you were going to die and there were options to explore that could save your life, you would do everything you could to explore those options. Uh, Mr. Marcello added, our government has not explored everything. Instead, what has happened is if our way does not work, then just die. George added, I have uh, been hospitalized many times this past year, and every day someone was still dying because an organ didn't arrive. Recently, the UK unanimously passed a soft opt-out similar to the Spanish model, or otherwise known as presumed consent. Canada is similar to the UK in many ways. George has been relentless in asking each candidate to join him today on thatchannel.com or any other media outlet and make an announcement that if elected, their government will build an Ontario referendum on UK soft opt-out and see what Ontarians think. George is confident Ontarians will approve it and many, many more lives can be saved. Uh, He is in need of a kidney transplant. George is one of those people, and George Marcello is joining us here on Liquid Lunch today. George, great to have you back in the studio. Great opening. Well, it was very well written, and um, I'm very happy to uh, to have you here today and uh, and talk about this whole issue. So, George, thank you. Um, I guess uh, there's some other things happening in the news, uh, so some of those media people couldn't be here today, but uh, but uh, you did an interview earlier with uh, 680 680 News, news yeah. and uh, uh, some other outlets, and uh, so now we're glad to have you here. Must be a busy day for you. Yes, I left this phone here open uh, and I got my computer going because any minute I could receive a call uh, from one of the candidates saying that they're going to commit to this and and, and, uh, we would rapidly make arrangements uh, to accommodate that Um, you know or or waiting for any other media uh, outlet to phone Uh, the the media loved this uh, story as well it's like the race between uh, the NDP and the PCs are so tight right yeah, now, yeah. neck and neck. Where are those extra votes going to come from? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they, they haven't they've explored every possible way of where they're going to get their votes, but they haven't thought about this issue yet. And if one of them decides to take on this pledge... I will guarantee that they will win the election. That's where extra votes can come from. Yeah. Because uh, it's been 30 years, and there's hundreds of thousands 
of Ontarians that have been affected by this and, and that can't wait to see uh, an opt-out system finally come to Ontario. So maybe you can just uh, describe what that is. What, what's our current system and what are the inadequacies, inadequacies of it? And then what's the new system that you're, um, you're trying to get put on the, uh, the, the radar, the, the public agenda in Ontario? Great. Um, so the, new, the system that we've been uh, working with the, the past 30 years in Ontario and, and throughout Canada is uh, basically called the opt-in system, where people are asked to either register or, or, or sign their uh, driver's license or, or OHIP cards, depending which province you live, and indicate that you would want to be an organ donor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the family can override that decision and usually have, and, 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 and it's done many times. Um, people who do want to, to become organ donors lead very busy lives, even though, yeah, would want to be an organ donor. They just don't get around going to that next step even though it takes two minutes mm-hmm. to they just don't do it that it's been a hard sell to our minority uh, communities uh, especially the big cities mm-hmm. uh, where only 20 uh, percent of torontonians have registered so toronto is lower than the provincial average yes it is much lower and wow. and, and the provincial average is only 30 percent 30 one or 32 percent which is extremely low still right i mean when we're comparing ourselves to the countries that are successful like spain uh, they they average out about 70 percent wow you know uh, because they're using the opt-out system right uh which spain had created uh now for spain was actually the original country that that had uh created this uh, system back in 1989 the opt-out uh, opt system. Okay. Yeah. Uh, some people want to refer to it as the presumed consent system. Those mm-hmm. are usually critics. Um, but basically, they, they knew how important organ donation was, and, and they, they realized it was a cure uh, as well, and, and it would save a lot of money in their healthcare system. And so... Uh, they, they managed to, to get unanimous uh, approval to go ahead and, and create that law uh, in Spain in 1989. And immediately afterwards, Spain led the world in organ donations. Um, and then 21 other European countries adopted their system, which was then referred to as the Spanish model. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, all the countries that adopted it were Latin background. Okay. So was this a Latin th- thing? You know, was this more of a European Latin kind of thing? Because it seemed like the Anglo-Saxon countries uh, w- would not approve it. Um, and that's why I, I, I think what happened recently in, in uh, the UK, England, uh, is very important because they've had a similar journey in the past 30 years as Canada 
in, in trying to uh, persuade their country in adopting the Spanish model uh, or the opt-out system. Um, here in Canada, we've had uh, a few people. Uh, mainly it was, may he rest in peace, uh, Peter Carmos from the Ontario uh, NDP party. He's uh, from well, my hometown. That's right. Yeah. Um, he was really the biggest fighter, uh, and I worked with him for years. I miss him, and uh, he was very passionate. He made great arguments, and uh, he, he was the biggest advocate for the opt-out bill. Um, there was other smaller attempts by... The, some federal members and, and other provincial members, uh, Prince Edward Island and Nova Scotia, were, were talking about that they were leaning towards it at one point. You know, so there was these small, similar to England, they had, you know, similar bills that were coming up but didn't make it to the second reading. You know, in February, a couple of months ago, they adopted what they called a soft opt-out bill, and it was unanimously passed. Where's that, in Britain? In Britain. Okay. It was unanimously passed by all the parties. Wow. Yeah. And the reason why they called it a soft opt-out is because they added a provision which states that the family member can still veto the decision if they find evidence that their loved one tried to opt out. So, George, maybe you can describe what the current system we have in Canada is and what its uh, weaknesses are versus what they, uh, they've just done in, in Great Britain. Okay. Um, so, presently and for the past 30 years, Canada has been operating... Uh, on what has been called an opt-in system. And what that means, the public can either register, depending on which province you live in, or sign their uh, driver's license or, or, or health card indicating that they want to become an organ donor. Uh, now, many times the, the family has, can and has vetoed their decision uh, because they're asked at a very, very stressful time, and the family uh, is, is answering the question under uh, very unfavorable conditions. Uh, uh, and Canadians lead very busy lives, and even though they want to, to be organ donors, they just don't get to that next step to do it, even though it just takes a couple of minutes to go on the registry to become, they're just too busy to do it. And finally, most of our minority uh, communities uh, don't get involved in these in these things. Uh, and, and that's uh, where uh, a lot of the uh, population, and the reason why we have such a, a low rate is Toronto, for example, has only... Uh, 20% of Torontonians that have registered, uh, and it's mainly because of that factor. Mm-hmm. So all these things would uh, greatly change as a result of uh, creating an opt-out system. 
and where where uh, everybody would be registered. Yeah. So I guess basically the the, the main difference is that in the opt-in system like we have, the default answer is no, the organs are not available for donation. Whereas you, you switch the opt-out system, the default answer is yes. organs are available for transplant, right? Yeah. Which is a significant, you know, to think that the, just that um, ch the change in the, the systems goes, we go from a 20 to 30% organ donation rate to a 70% organ donation like they have in Spain. I mean, it's a... That would be a, a dramatic increase. And in, 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 what does that mean in lives? Uh, that, that would mean right now uh, somebody is dying every day waiting for an organ transplants. If we adopted that system in time, it would probably come down to maybe one person dying a week. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about hundreds, maybe thousands in, in, in the next few years, uh, people that would be saved that would otherwise have died under the present system. And I think I'm just going to mention because I think for people watching, they may not be aware, they may not remember, but I think there's an awful lot of families, people out there touched by, you know, someone in their family or in their circle of friends who's waiting for an organ transplant. And this is a very real situation. And you may not think about it just because, as you say, Canadians are living busy lives, but think about it. Maybe there's somebody you know right now that's waiting for an organ and, uh, you know, their life is at risk as a result. Yeah, that, that is correct. And, and that's why we're doing what we're doing right now. Um, there, there's uh, six more days till the uh, uh, election day in, in the province. So, what we're doing is uh, plugging away relentlessly, uh, giving each candidate the opportunity mm -hmm. to embrace this mm -hmm. and, and say, because what, what we're asking them to do, mm -hmm. and this is important here, we're asking them, they don't have to commit to the soft op, 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 uh, law or you know, position. Uh, what we're asking them to do is, if elected, create a referendum mm -hmm. in Ontario and let's finally see how Ontarians feel about uh, creating such a, a law similar to England and and that way uh, they, they don't have to risk because I feel that that's been always the problem every government that was in power uh, didn't adopt that system because they weren't sure how the public felt about it. Right. So this, finally, by creating a referendum, we can clearly see how Ontarians feel. Mm -hmm. And I am confident that overwhelmingly Ontarians will approve it, and that's based on the 25 years of going through up and down the province in, in, in 10 campaigns and visiting hundreds of uh, cities and, and towns and, and uh, talking to over a million Ontarians of, from all walks of life, mm -hmm. overwhelmingly over 90% of them said, what are we waiting for? Let's, mm -hmm. let's adopt the system. So right now the race is so tight that we're 
are those extra voters that can bring them to the finish line. Um, if one of the candidates decided to embrace this and make the statement that they, they will do this immediately if elected, they will win the election. I, I am, I am uh, promising that, and, and they will find out that what you said, that this affects many Ontarians. Yes, in the past 25 years, there's been hundreds and thousands of people that have died waiting. That, that means how many families members were affected by that. But even the ones that had received it knew what they had to go through to get it mm -hmm. and how much better it would have been under the... Uh, so there is a large number of people that, that would uh, give them reason to vote for somebody if they were going to adopt this new system. And I, I, I'm just going to remind people that, uh, I mean, your life, uh, the reason you're here today is, uh, I mean, your life was saved as a result of uh, organ donation, right? That's correct. In 1995, I received a liver transplant. Yeah. And I was so grateful that everybody does their own thing, you know, to, to say thank you. I mean, we're, we're told that we can write uh, a letter uh, to that anonymous donor you know, if it was cadaveric, that saved our life. And, and you know, and then we're grateful for, for having this. Uh, for me, it just went further than that. I, I just felt that uh, I had to do something in a spectacular way to, to, to thank my uh, anonymous donor family and, and, and to do my part in helping the problem. So after receiving my liver, I walked uh, across the country 12,000 kilometers, and it, it was, you know, just shortly after 95 that I did this. So I started talking about the opt-out system back then, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and and that's when it started. Going, uh, you know, other uh, Canadians were s just starting to talk about that system, but then after my campaign, I I followed up with another campaign called Christopher's Wish, where a 13-year-old boy needed a, a liver transplant. And uh, I organized a 200-city tour for him across the country. And so he had the opportunity at every city to do a press conference and plead uh, to, to the public and, and our government to create an opt-out system. So these were the pleas coming from a 13-year-old boy saying, please, you know, uh, help save my life mm -hmm. by adopting, you know. So we had a, an emotional... Uh, you had a real person in front of you We had a real there. person, yeah. You had a, a, you, people could see that there was a, an, actual, an actual life at stake yeah. versus an abstract concept. Oh, we need to increase organ donations. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and during this whole 25 years... You know, numerous times I was um, urging people who were against it, the idea or, or critics of it to, you know, let's sit down and, and let's talk about why you're so against it. You know, let's, let's find out, you know. And, and uh, I always, uh, pe people were avoiding to engage with me, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, and so... What are the good, any good reasons why we shouldn't have this? Mm -hmm. You know, 
uh, is that, is, are people against the idea of saving more lives? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, so so it's time. That that's why when I say Ontario and Canada has become complacent, because this has been going on for 25 years. There's a tinge of hope because the UK recently and finally passed their uh, uh, their version of a uh, what they call the soft opt-out bill. Mm-hmm. And Canada and the UK are very similar. We've gone through the same battles. But it was actually the plea of an 11-year-old girl who needed a uh, liver transplant mm-hmm. that caught the hearts of all the party members and and why they unanimously approved it. Uh, and that's besides the British Medical Association who, who continue to support it and offer their evidence and, and many other, you know. So we have the same here in Canada, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and how we can do it now is to have one of these candidates before June 7th Say, I care about those people that are dying, and I'm going to st- stop, you know, by by creating a referendum as soon as I'm elected, you know. A referendum, or maybe as you said, in Britain they didn't have a referendum, but they they had done some uh, market research, some polling, and they found out that the uh, the population was pretty much in favor of it. So maybe the same thing could happen in Ontario, and there's still time left uh, for one of the candidates to step forward and uh, make this a campaign issue and make a commitment to, to, to change the legislation. And maybe win the election. Uh, sorry, it's you. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I'm done. Go, okay. Go. I have my cell that, that I'm waiting, uh, 416-509-5719, whether it's uh, a can- the candidate themselves or a representative from each party to, to say that they're, they're going to go that uh, extra mile, or they're going to make that pledge. Um, and I have my computer reaching out to all the media outlets uh, to have the media uh, approach the candidates, asking them that question directly. Uh, we all now know how important this is. I guarantee the first candidate that makes that commitment and decides to do this will become the next Premier of Ontario. Okay, George. So that's great. Now we've got uh, the picture of you here with the uh, the torch, the Torch of Life, and of course the website is torchoflife.com, and, uh, and I suspect that uh, regardless of what happens during the election, your efforts to uh, keep putting this in the public agenda will continue, and I know that you're not going to rest until you see... Uh, an improvement in the situation. So, uh, so thanks, George, uh, for coming in today. Thanks for all the work that you do, and uh, and hope to see you again soon. Thank you. We're gonna try and make this uh, video go viral. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time here at thatchannel.com. Have a great weekend. Q. 
huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chandelier Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.